0: The following show is for informational purposes only. Individual situations may vary and the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice.
1: Welcome to Discovering Responsible Wealth. This is our coaching series and we're going to be focusing on a Wealth Start program. Today's conversation is going to be how to become a great saver. You know, in one of our previous programs, we were talking about, you know, the significance of cash flow and how much money goes through our hands over our lifetime. And we gave examples of people with a 30-year career, earn $100,000 a year. That was, you know, $3 million go through our hands. We added some inflation to that at 3% over 30 years. And that $100,000 income all of a sudden starts to look like $5 million. And the reality that we, you know, had indicated previously is that most Americans hold on to very little of that money over their lifetime. And the real issue with that is they never really get a process for how to save and how to accumulate. So today's program is going to deal with how to become a great saver. And so we're going to take a look at how it works and what we should be focusing on. So I remember as I was growing up, you know I used to always hear my parents would say, is "Make sure you save money, make sure you save money." So I understood that savings was important, but they never gave me a process for saving. So what I did, you know initially out of the box, which is how I've seen many clients over the years, is that what I would do is I would go, I would earn, I would take whatever I received in my checks, I'd get direct deposit, whatever the case might be, it would go into my checking account, I would pay all of my bills and then after i was paying my bills then i would take what whatever was left and then i would put it towards some type of a savings or an investment program you know attempting to save more in today's environment one of the other things which is um pretty nice and it's convenient is the fact that many of us have 401k plans we have retirement plans at work and sometimes we even get to do this through a payroll deduction so if we looked at it and we said hey i started working my income was $50,000, and I started putting away 5% right away into a savings, which is terrific, and maybe you got a company match. But what cu- occurs over time is this, is if I were to look back, and you know, most of us who may have been around for a little bit, and I looked at what my income is today versus what was my income 10 years ago, my income may be 50% to 100% higher than what it was before. I might have went from $50,000 of income 10 years ago to 100000 today, or whatever that number but the reality is I may be saving that same 5%. So if we think about it, I was earning 50000 know saving 5% or 2500 Now I'm earning 100000 and I'm still saving the same 5%, you know, which is 5000 And people look and they go, yeah, what's wrong with that? Well, what's wrong with that is we're making 50000 more, and our expenses increase in proportion to our income over time and it happens without us really paying attention to it so the idea of earning paying our bills and saving what's less what's left our propensity to spend continually increases as we earn more we spend more so what we're going to do now is i'm going to talk to you about how to have a process for saving so that it becomes intentional you know, it's kind of like, you know, I'm, I'm Italian. I always kid people. I would say, you know, as I, you know, I happen to like food, obviously, being Italian and, you know, and so forth. And so what happens is over time is I know if I really wanted to lose weight, I should eat less and exercise more. However, what I enjoy doing is eating more and exercising less. So emotionally, we're often not wired for food or for money because the more we make the more we want to spend and we want enjoyment today we want to enjoy today and why put off you know for tomorrow but the reality is is at one point we're all going to stop working and when we stop working it's either going to be voluntary which is we call that retirement or involuntary life event and if we don't have a great process for saving when that happens and we get what i refer to as that last check it could be devastating on the lifestyle change that we're gonna go through. So the way to save is simply changing the process and the flow of money. So the traditional way as I review it again, I earn, I pay my bills and I save, but the problem with that one is my propensity to spend goes up with my earnings. What we're gonna suggest is that you change the flow. The way the flow should actually work is I earn and I open an account that gets all of my direct deposits. All of those deposits go in what we would refer to as our accumulation account, our reservoir account. And we're now gonna start to have money go directly into that account, but we don't pay our bills out of there. What we do is we do a spending plan which is also known as a budget, to just figure out what is our lifestyle cost. So as an example, if I made $5,000 in the month, I calculate what it costs me to live. Let's say it cost me $4,500. Account number one gets deposited in direct payments, $5,000. Then I have a second account that immediately upon receiving those funds, I wire $4,500 into the other account. And that is the account that I live out of. So one account is for the deposits. The other account is for paying the bills out of. What occurs over time is I live out of account two and account one. Every time I get a pay increase, every time I get a bonus, every time I get a commission, every time I get a gift, all income goes into that account. But I'm living out of the second account. So the first account is going to start to accumulate money much more quickly. And then what I'm going to do is periodically, I'm going to identify where those funds should go. Should they go to what we call wealth accumulation, which is to my future? Or does it go to today? We call it the we money, wealth enjoyment. The difference in this process is we make it intentional. So I'm either intentionally saving it, or I'm intentionally spending it. And as I increase my income, as I gave in the example before, and I went from 50,000 to 100,000, I actually intentionally made decisions on that additional 50,000 of income over those 10 years. It didn't just go on autopilot, which was the more I make, the more I spent. And by doing this, this is how you become a world-class saver where you go from just saving 5% of your income like we gave the example to all of a sudden maybe you're saving 15, 20, 25% of your income which is where we really need to be, you know, saving in order to have a great cash flow at the point that we stop. So again, in order to be a great saver, that's one of the key differences is becoming intentional about it. It's no different than diet, which is if we thought about diet, you know, if I was to write down every single thing that I was eating, every single thing that I was drinking, and I knew what the calories were for it, I would make better decisions. And likewise, if I can get in the habit of really, you know, paying attention to what I have towards savings and where my spending was going, I'm going to make better financial decisions. The last thing that we'll put out there is this. Emotional spending uh, is one of, you know, the challenges that we all face. You know, it's like we're walking through the mall and we see something that we have to have. So one of the things I would tell you to do is not necessarily not to buy what you want, but give yourself on larger purchases of let's say $250 or more, a 24-hour think about it time, which is if you're going to make a purchase that's over say 200 $250 or whatever, just take 24 hours to think about it as to, you know, once you own or purchase what it is that you're thinking about, how are you going to feel about it a month from now, six months from now, and so forth? And just try to make better decisions with regard to purchasing and spending. And that's part of you know the way and this, you know the strategy of becoming a great saver. So again, for all of you that have been listening, we look forward to speaking to you on our next program. Take care.
0: Advisors of the Institute of Responsible Wealth may be licensed for investment and insurance products. The Institute of Responsible Wealth is an educational division of CNA Financial Group. CNA Financial Group and its advisors are an agency or an agent of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, New York, New York. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities, LLC, member FINRA, SIPC. Park Avenue Securities is an indirect, wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. The Institute of Responsible Wealth and CNA Financial Group are not affiliates or subsidiaries of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. 202 314 expiration January 2025.